Hey guys, Steve Zonardo and Hussein Kabani and East Meets West podcast. We're here on a beautiful Thursday because we had to avoid the Wednesday with the, the awesome snowstorms we had here in Toronto. And that's pretty much it. How was your week, buddy? Week has been good. Yeah. Just going back to our snowstorms. It's like every Wednesday. Wednesday? <laughs> every Wednesday we have this thing planned. And it's just like either I'm coming up there or you're coming down here. And it's always on freaking Wednesday that this thing goes. Fair enough, yeah. And then it screws up kind of where we have to massage your schedule. The, the flow, the fair enough. Yeah, man, it's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, you, caught, you caught me on my intermittent fast. I had to stop by and grab a, a breakfast sandwich on the way in because it's 10 a.m. now, right? So, so you got to eat. That's you it. You only got a few more hours. That's it, yeah. Cool, so yeah. Before I turn into a pumpkin, you got to be careful, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, uh, the week in real estate has been good. I mean, nothing crazy has happened uh, this week yeah. for us. Yeah, we had a couple of deals that... Uh, Firmed up last week. Nothing nice. crazy. Like we have a listing that's coming up onto the market. We've talked to a couple of other people that are starting to list. The listing inquiries have definitely gone up. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, listing yes, inquiries yes. have yes. definitely gone up. Yes. Um, like for example, there was even one person that I spoke to last year uh, in like March, um, and they just uh, sent an inquiry last night. Uh, you know about how is the market? Can you come over and give us an update and whatever else? And they're going to be looking to list in the spring. So nice. Definitely get a sense of more listings coming up for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Same. Same idea. Like a ton of calls. People are starting to get that that flow, that buzz of the spring market. Yeah. But this is now. We got to hit the market now. Yeah. That's it. Is what it is. Yeah. Because in, inventory position seems to be improving at slightly. Right. We just the climbed over thirteen thousand. Right. Just yeah, over thirteen thousand. I, I think I don't know what I reported. It was thirteen on Monday. I forgot the amount. Was it, yeah, thirteen two. I think it was eight hundred over the last number, or thirteen seven, something like that. Yeah. Thirteen thirteen one. I think. Yeah, it was, it was just yeah. over thirteen thousand yeah. listings available. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's good. Inventory position is improving a little bit, uh, and then I know that we're gonna have more stuff coming up. Like. Uh, this week we actually, so we didn't do too bad. This week we signed two listings. Nice. One of the listings we were supposed to have a staged and on the market today. Um, we delayed it a day cause they were painting up the main floor, but uh, we we're supposed to be on the market today. Our stagers actually got into a car accident yesterday. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. some black eyes. Yeah, they're yeah. good. Uh, but then what we did was they damage uh, the furniture. No, thank God. I'm going to eat chips on here. Is that yeah, okay? You go ahead, man. Is that okay? Eat your chips. We know you have a limited time to eat, so you go ahead. Before I turn into a pumpkin, yeah, yeah, I gotta yeah. be honest. Yeah, so, so basically what, it was funny. So what we ended up having to do is like the client like obviously has a timeline as well. So uh, the stagers came last night. Like they had a rental U-Haul truck. They came hmm. last night uh, and I met them there with our team. Uh, so we all went and helped and set it up yesterday evening. That's good. So we all set up the place yesterday evening. How's it look? Looks, looks great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll have the pictures and video taken today and we'll be on the market uh, tomorrow, a little bit later than we like. Very good, yeah. We'll be on the market, yeah, but yeah, cool. and then we have another one uh, that's going to come up in the next two weeks that we signed. Hmm. Nice houses, all in the kind of price points that are moving, five fifty to seven hundred. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice range to be in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even so, myself. Yeah, going back on the inventory. So I was looking at it just like as I'm paying attention to this very intensely. So uh, I think within one week we went up about seven hundred units or something of that nature. But fifteen fifteen hundred actual units came to the market. Yeah. But six hundred and sixty five or sixty four sold. sold. Yeah. So look at it. So, so it's almost like. Whatever's coming on, half of it's going down. So that's yeah. pretty good. It's a good ebb and flow market. Yeah. And this, look at this. I listed that house there in Nobleton, 1.389, which uh, we're not grossly overpriced, but I know we're about, I, I think about 50 to 60 Gs more than, let's say, the last sale, let's call it, right? Yeah. And uh, even maybe more than that, I gotta be honest. But right now, it's positioned so well that it actually it looks like the best deal in town. So we had a showing yesterday, three today booked, and I'm hoping to unload this thing by the weekend. It'd be great just to get it off my, my clients' uh, yeah. books, right? And get it going. And uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Same thing. So I, I, I resold that condo. Oh, you resold it. 
lot. What, they didn't close? No, oh, the they, oh, they, they, yeah, so we didn't follow up with that. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. no, not the status, financing. So oh, we had the so the we had the finance condition to the uh, Friday. Um, and then we had to, they had to extend it two more to business days. And then it was like, yeah, no, we can't get it. <laughs> but you know, anyway, it was just a weird situation. I think okay. I think they were manipulating something with with maybe their numbers financially and uh, just didn't feel comfortable. The offer with came it. in with seven banking days originally. I adjusted it down to five banking days naturally, just to kind of make that Monday to Friday so we can close it and not go over the weekend. And uh, so we got to that Friday, they extended it two more days. That tells me there's something, something going, going on, on right? Yeah. It's not on the up. Because you can get approvals pretty quickly right now, right? Yeah. Like we're like a, if you go with someone like an MCAP, if you go with MCAP, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. like same day. MCAP, you submit the, you submit literally, dude. Yeah. Like you submit the application today. They're hungry. By the end of the day, you got an approval, and their rates are so aggressive. Like I'm just butting in with this. What, what are they at? What are they at? Like they were like even prime minus one right now for uh, variable for variable rate. Prime yeah. minus one. What is that? What is that? I think it was like two, uh, just uh, what was it like two and a half? Two, yeah, two for two, two, variable five. already. Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. back to the old days. Yeah, well, MCAP is being very, very, very aggressive. Smart. And and I heard Scotia Bank because I was talking to somebody else that sat down with the regional uh, VP of Scotia Bank, and they were offering them some really crazy rates. Right yeah, now. they're starting. Yeah, at, at the gym this, here City morning, I, sat, I, I was treading next to the bank manager for TD in, in Nobleton area, and uh, same thing. She's See? like, and she's in charge of the mortgage division, and she's like, we're getting slaughtered. Yeah. He goes, we get deals in, we send them to the bank, and yeah. we can't get them approved. Yeah. And, and so she's like, we're suffering. Yeah. So now they're going to get to some aggressive uh, spring campaign where they're actually going to give money back to their to, to buyers, like fifteen hundred dollars back, plus other incentives, you know, like three to five thousand dollars, stuff like that. So it's it's going to be. You know what? Based on all of this, they're suffering. Yeah, based yeah. on all of this, and then some of the stuff that we covered even last week, like you know how the government uh, is planning on relaxing some of the rules. Yes, I think we're going to probably see. Hopefully, we're probably going to see a very aggressive spring market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's and it's I already think here. 2019 it's... is going to be a very aggressive market. Uh, and, and exactly. Remember, federal election. I'm always, yeah. gonna, I'm always going to go back, fall back to that, like I was suggesting last year, 2018, going into 19. We've got a federal election. They have yeah. to bolster this economy the best way they can. Yeah. 2020, whoever's in power, it has to correct whatever, if there's any defaults, naturally. Like they're starting to, like look at the provincial government, they're starting to like cut grants and stuff. Yeah. Solar power grants. And so I have an electrical contractor and he's, he's like thrived on solar power because the government would give incentives of 50% back or something of that nature. And uh, so Doug Ford have actually just canceled that, that yeah. incentive. And my, even my contractor says, yeah, sure. Why, why do we, why is the government got to give, you know, pay 50% of the solar power units on these buildings and naturally we have no money to give as yeah. a province, right? Yeah. So just, just based on that, we're kind of seeing how, you know, trade, trade of power from liberal to conservative now in the province where they're starting to get cuts. But, yeah. uh, so back, back to, uh, you know, sold that one back conditional. So hopefully this week we can firm it up. Uh, we firmed up the other deal, which was great. We submitted an offer last night on another property. Yeah. We went into a bidding more and my clients are not prepared. We, we still have their market coming, their house coming to market next week. And I mean, yeah. always tell them, just let's get it on the market and see where we're at. And then See what the traffic it. looks like before you start making yeah. moves on it, right? It's just, so they wanted to submit an offer. It's like, if we get it at this price, we're fine with it. So I submitted the offer and just let it go. Had three other offers or two other offers plus ours, which is three. And uh, naturally, we didn't get it. It was weak, right? It was yeah. maybe like 3 to 5% below yeah. market, uh, full conditions, and closing was in July. So it's like, <laughs> but it's a good exercise even for your clients to kind of At least they understand procedure. what's going on. You can run yeah, through yeah, the clauses, yeah. you know, there's this deposit, you know. And, you know what? And, yeah. and the thing is, is that, uh, you know, I think we're probably going to see a slightly a little bit more of that this year uh, in terms of like getting into multiple offers. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we're probably going to see that. So like you said, it is a good exercise. Um, and like on our end over here, like we've been seeing 
quite a bit of it. Like I've, I've had a buyer for like a condo unit and a lot of the condo units I've been making offers on, like I've made a couple of offers in Scarborough on a condo unit and then uh, in Markham. Um, oh, bidding wars? Yeah, like basically like the thing is maybe they're not, they're, they're not set up for bidding wars and maybe they're not going over asking, but what ends up happening is, and slightly over asking, but like what ends up happening is, is that we submit an offer and all of a sudden like 12 hours later, there's another offer that comes in and then they're just like, oh, like, you know, we got another offer. I, it's I like, hate, come on, I dude. Like, I just, I've been I, sitting here for like 14 days and nothing happened. I mean, right? Yeah. So we're pushing so hard to get on the market now where everyone's thinking because it's snowy and cold that it's, it's the wrong yeah. time to list. They're waiting for green grass and flowers. No, it's not, not the case, no man. Point. Right now is so much. Look at me this morning. I got to the office because we were, had to be here early. Yeah. But anyway, I got usually I'm there at 7.45. But it was so like clear focus. I did so much work in one hour. Yeah. You don't believe it. Like it was just like I couldn't, it haven't been that clear probably since last year. Really? Now we're just, we're, we're going with the motion, but not like that. In one hour, I probably did about three hours of work. It was incredible. Wow. Like so focused. Yeah. And, and plus I'm intermittent fasting. So my mind is starving like sometimes during the day, like even in the morning, I got to be careful with that. I'm hoping my body will... Will start to uh, activate, wow. you know, sucking up energy somewhere else for the time being. Because your mind burns. Yeah. All, if you're always thinking, it's always burning so much energy. Yeah. So in the morning, sometimes I'm like, uh, like this. I'm like, screw it. I'm gonna eat something right now. Exactly what you're something. Yeah, man. But by being clear, clear and concise right now, which is awesome. And and so I think that's going back to that, that's translating to the buyers and sellers where everyone's starting to feel clear, right? You know, yeah. look at the weather today. This morning, minus twenty. We're down to minus 10 already. Yeah. You know, it doesn't sound, it sounds terrible. Maybe someone lives in Miami, but here and sunshine attached to it, that's, that's living. That's life. <laughs> well, I, th I think <laughs> we're like, I don't know. I've had enough it's the of break. this right now, man. Yeah. yeah it's, like, it's I done. think this is enough. Oh yeah, it's yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, now it's like, I think now it's slowly starting to affect me too. It's just oh. like, oh my gosh, like I need this thing to stop. I told my wife, I go, our whole family needs some sun. Yeah. Kids and us and yeah. even me. Like, so in the, in the summer, I'm like nicely dark and like all of, you know, the Italian, all I of complexion. I want to say something. I just don't want to come across wrong. Like you're looking really white right white, now, White, dude. Yeah. I'm like, I, this is like a conversion. <laughs> yeah. I was like, like, like super white. You do white. need some sun, man. Oh yeah, no, it's yeah. all done. I, I, I refuse to go to like tanning beds and all that shit that everyone else is you doing. something, man. Because the EMFs, you know, a little bit. Bit terrified with electronic magnetic field. So, <laughs> did you book something then? We're, excuse me. We're going to uh, to Florida. And, uh, we're going to Disney in August. Nice. But it's but you need something before that, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of pale. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Like um, you know, uh, kind of what we planned out uh, at the end of last year or whatever else like that. So I always have this. <clears throat> kind of uh downturn in like july august so i'm gonna really plan myself out of that yeah yeah so i think in like june i'm gonna try to do something like go uh to an all-inclusive uh july i'm gonna i might end up doing a road trip like going nice east. i haven't done a road trip in a while it's mine what are you my, gonna bring well me and my brother right like uh and so my family like if they want to come so what my brother you, what are you gonna car are you gonna bring uh I, we're probably gonna rent we're actually thinking about renting an rv nice yeah we're thinking about renting fun. an rv yeah. and just staying on the campgrounds because mm. We used to do road trips and we used to go camping and stuff. So then now it's just like, now it's like really luxurious camping. So luxurious maybe, cool maybe what we'll do is we'll rent it's an RV. True. Yeah, maybe we'll do is we'll rent an RV and just go to the provincial parks. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah. So he's into that. He doesn't like... Dude, you're okay with all that stuff? Yeah, I'm yeah. good with it. Yeah. You're like real Canadian. You're more Canadian than me. But dude, I don't mind it I can't do the, I can't dude, do the like, camping. There was a time, like, and, and I mean tent camping. So it's still like you have like a showering, camping yeah. stations and whatever just else. Just like, like in the middle of sand and mosquitoes. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I used to do it so religiously, yeah. man. Like every two weeks. Yeah? Every two okay. weeks. Yeah. yeah. 
I had the Plymouth Voyager, man. And nice. I had the back seat out yeah, of it. Yeah, sick. all of our gear was packed into that's the thing. Job. Yeah. And so like every other weekend, like just go, go camping. The only camp, my camping is Cuba. <laughs> it's Caribbean camping. No, man. No. It's, you have Dude, to like, for yourself there. I think one of the nicest times I've had was camping. And they stayed up in Algonquin in a tent uh, for like five days. Where you do hiking and all that stuff? Yeah, like go hiking and whatever. Yeah. I can't swim. So we're really off the You're water. Like me, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm a pool swimmer. Yeah. I could swim like 20 feet. Yeah, you can. And then I can hold. Oh, I can't and do then that. I can, I can take no. a deep breath. I can, I, I I can burn do 20 myself, feet, right? but yeah. like the, the water's got to be like three feet. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of managed to get myself over there, you know, depending it, on how many drinks Anything I that I've done that, that kind of broke into something, like riding my first bike was and, and swimming was due to like a little bit of alcohol, right? <laughs> <laughs> it sort of wipes out fears. Like yeah, 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 yeah. You, you uh, become so. a little bit more brave. Imagine this. I'm six years old, five years old in Italy. We're in Treviso, North Italy at uh, my, my grand, grandparents' place there. I just came back actually in August. I was there just to visit it. Maybe the last time we'll see. But anyway, uh, so, so they had, this is, everything's written in Italian and you know, the, the fridge and they had this thing. It looked like, like Italians, we had this gazolza, these, these, I don't know, these trucks they used to come by with like sugary drinks, like Coca-Cola, but it was like yeah. made, I don't know, like some random Italian warehouse. But anyway, so when I got there, I saw this thing. It's a red bottle. It looked like what we had here in, in Toronto, right? So I was drinking this stuff. It was called Rosso Antico, which is about like a vermouth, like a wine, like about 11 to like 14%. It wasn't like aggressive, but I drank like a half a bottle of this wow. stuff. So, but not knowingly, naturally. But before this, I had to. My dad was trying to get me on the bike, and I was fearful of falling, falling. I drank. I kept drinking this thing, and every time I came out, I was like <laughs> going further with the bike until ultimately I kept just driving, right? And uh, it, you know, anyways, I ended up riding the bike, learning how to ride the bike. Wow. And also swimming the same thing. And my uncle's, my wife's uncle's house. I'm about 23, 24 years old. Had like three or four beers. And I don't know what crossed my mind. I just, I just want to just jump off the, cro the, 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 diving, the diving board. board. Wow. And I'm in the air. That's I'm like, brave. but I can't swim. <laughs> and literally, I made it to the bottom and I kind of like Come on. out. Yeah. That's it. Now I can swim in a pool. There you go. Nor lake, nor. Well, it's all the no same, lake. right? You should try no, it. No, I tried. It's not. Like it. <laughs> it's I, not I the swim same. sideways. I go 10 feet in. And I'll swim sideways. <laughs> Where I'm the gonna, depth doesn't grow. I'm gonna keep trying it though. Yeah, uh, of yeah. I, I like I talked to somebody else uh, over that uh, went to uh, Pickering Rec Center and took the classes, like the adult yeah, swimming yeah. classes. Yeah, yeah. So I might. I you might, should. Yeah, I should. might just do that. Yeah. It's fun. I don't know, man. We'll see. But yeah, man. Hey, I had an interesting story actually. I was gonna tell you about. Uh, I put in an offer in Scarborough on a condo. They listed this condo at like three. Three fifty-eight, three hundred fifty-eight thousand dollars, and um, they had one offer that went in on it, and I did the math on it every which way I possibly could, and I felt the unit was worth like three forty-five, three fifty, sure. right? So I put in an offer for three fifty, and I was late sending in my offer. Like they wanted it by seven o'clock, and I told the agent I'm sending you an offer, and then at seven o one she's like, "Where is it?" And I said, "Well, just check your inbox. I just sent it to you." So I sent an offer at three fifty. Yep. They have an offer. It's listed at three fifty-eight. And um, she just replies back to me. She's like, are you serious? <laughs> oh, you told me about this. Yeah. Stuff. She's like, are you serious? We're looking for multiples. And I was like, okay, you had one offer and then I sent you an offer and now you're in multiples. God, there you yeah. go. Yeah. You multiple yeah. Offer, yeah. Like, now you're in multiples. <laughs> there you go. You achieved what you yeah. wanted to do. Now you're in multiples. Without me, you're not wow, in multiples. Wow, good job. Yeah. So she was just like being very ignorant about the whole thing right so then uh eventually like an hour later i uh i improved the offer to like 368 so we're like about 10k over the asking price at this yeah, point yeah, right yeah. 
Uh, and then so she's like, okay, that's better. And she's like, is this your final? And I said, this is it. I'm not doing any more than this. You were asking, right? Just, we even went 10 grand over asking price. Yeah, 10 grand over asking, because the person wanted the unit, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, so I said, okay, fine. Like, if you want it, you're gonna stay in here, yeah. like, whatever, that's fine. We still kept the condition in the, for financing mm -hmm. and whatever, but, and status. But, uh, so she's just like, uh, she's like, okay, that's better, is that your final? I said, yeah, that's absolutely the best offer. You're not gonna get any better than that from us, anyways. And uh, like an hour and a half later, she's like, we're, we're on our last rounds. And, uh, and uh, is this your best offer? Last rounds of what, man? What does she like promise the sellers? I don't know, man, but last rounds of what? Like, we did last rounds when we had eight offers and it took us an hour and a half to get to that point. Yeah, fair enough. Last rounds with one other offer and my offer, like that took you an hour and a half to get to? Like, what last rounds? I don't understand what you did. In Seasoned this agent? Yeah. Seasoned agent? Yeah, apparently. Dude, she has this like, uh, masters in business psychology and masters of business some crap and it just doesn't mean nothing. And she has like a at gmail.com or at hotmail.com address. Does lot, she does like, a lot of business? Apparently, I don't know. I didn't run her in the system, but uh, I mean, like, I don't know. What, like, what company? Based on the, like, it's some private-ish company or whatever Asian? else like that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what, man? I bet you there's not volume. Now I'm curious. I'm going to get it checked out. But the thing is, is that the way that you represent yourself on your email signature, like literally, dude, like you print an email from this chick, like the email address, like of the page is like half the page, her email signature. It's like... Come on, man. Like all these accreditations or whatever you claim to have, it doesn't relate to the way that you're behaving in business. You know what I mean? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. But and we know that the smartest people in the in the world can do our job because they can't piece anything together. It's They're crazy. Too... But bro, this this girl, like this lady, she freaking comes back to me and then she's like, and so I was like, no, this is her final. Like I told you an hour and a half ago, this is final, yeah. and I'm not playing games. She's like, uh, mind your choice of words. So I was like. Why my choice of words of what? I just said we're not playing games. I told you an hour and a half ago this was fun and we're not playing games. You just told her to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to so badly. You know, some of these people you want to, but then for your client's no, sake, no, you're just course. like... Oh. No, but I, I understand, but I mean... I want to tell them something else. What happened with the deal? We didn't get it. <laughs> Obviously. like, like she, what, what did someone pay for it? I don't know yet. It's still conditional, so I'm, I'm watching to see what happens. Yeah, but you can 10K over, over 358, so it's 370, 368? Yeah, uh, they, yeah, we're at 368. And it's worth 345? 345, 350. Yeah, so it's not even worth it. You dodge the bullet. Like now, we always talk about appraisals. Now, how's that? How about if these people come in 5-10%, these buyers, and now the thing doesn't appraise? See, the thing is, is that the buyer really wanted it. Do you know what I mean? No, yours is fine. Yeah. I'm saying the other guy. But the thing is, is that I wouldn't drop finance condition. That's that's just the thing, right? Like, I wouldn't drop the finance. And a lot of ways right now that I'm dealing with our buyers is that I'm saying, yeah, we have a finance condition. It's great that your bank is going to go through this paperwork, but you got to find out immediately from your bank if they need an appraisal. If they mm. need an appraisal, yeah. they want that appraisal ordered like now uh, before our In the five condition, days. yeah. And honestly, we, if the bank requires an appraisal, we're not removing the condition until the, the property is appraised. I won't do it. I'll, I'll ask for an extension. Okay. Yeah, I, like my strong advice would be not to not to remove the appraisal. Until it gets... Unless they're t like... Unless they're, like Buying uh, a million dollar house and they're putting down 400k, then I don't care, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. You like, got 40% down. So you, you're good. you may you may have lost that offer, but seller agent yeah. may lose it at yeah. closing. Yeah. Because if that buyer now is is only five percent down, ten percent down on three hundred seventy thousand, it's thirty seven thousand. But the thing's only worth three hundred forty five thousand, three fifty in the eyes of the bank. But you know, the pot? they're gonna have to bridge. They have to come but, up another thirty grand. But you know what, man? Like, okay, so let's back it up to that other deal I had. Remember uh, that townhouse I had? So basically, um, I listed my townhouse there at five hundred sixty-five thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah. I listed at five sixty-five. 
Um, we did the sale, like two streets over, similar type of house, a little bit different configuration in July for 500,000. And then in September, there was another guy that came on just one street behind the house I listed at 565. He sold at 505. So similar style, different 10, configuration 10, a little bit. Yeah. So we came out at 565 and then we got a couple of offers nowhere near where we needed to be. And I got this third offer from this other agent and we basically worked up this offer to 557. I was super nervous about the appraisal, but I knew that this guy's not putting 20% down. Yeah. He's going to go through CMHC. So what I found with like CMHC and insured mortgages, sometimes when they do the automatic valuation, uh, they don't come out usually and send out people. The Fair bank enough. will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most of the time, the insured uh, insurance company won't. Most of the time, they okay. won't unless it's like really fishy. Uh -huh. They won't. Um, so I find that if it's less than 20% down, a lot of times it clears through their uh, automatic evaluation process. Unless, like I said, unless you're way off mark. Yeah. So like say in, in this instance, like this condo, would I have risked it to take out the finance condition? No, but uh, there is a chance that if it's less than, someone's putting less than 20% down, they might just clear it. But so fair enough, but let's just say now that they do the appraisal, let's say the, if uh, they do the, the rolling appraisal, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. the virtual appraisal comes in at exactly what you're saying, three, four, because they're pretty accurate now, right? And they want to go a little bit below actual market naturally because yeah. they, they're afraid of the adjustment. I'm seeing now like all appraisals are coming in very, a lot less than naturally yeah. what, what it should be. At, even if the guy had 20% down, he skipped CMHC, now they get appraisals and he can do it. He's still got the option to go with CMHC because he's got enough buffer deposit originally. Yeah. So if he's got 20% down on, on let's say 400,000 is an easy number, it's 80 grand. And now uh, you know, let's, the appraisal came in at 380 to the bridge at 20 grand. He still has the option to just pay the CMHC. He's still got enough meat to go in there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if someone's going in at 5%, and that appraisal but comes CMHC, in. he might not have an option of going through them either, because the thing is, is that they may appraise a property lower too. But he's got if he the doesn't meat have to do it. He's oh, then just lower his down payment amount from fair like enough, twenty yeah. to fifteen yeah. or whatever. He's, yeah, he's going to close. That's yeah. a closing buyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm seeing the guy, like maybe this this lady now, she chose this uh, agent or yeah. whatever this uh, buyer. But ultimately, if he's coming down five ten percent and it's thirty forty thousand dollars above market value, yeah, not going to close. It's it. not going to close. No, it's not going to close. She'll be calling you. She could say, can you please use some more words on me, please? Yeah. Like, but, but bring you me an what? offer. <laughs> but you know what? The thing is, is that, uh, so, so the point of all of this is, is that I think we're going to end up in a situation where we are going to be positioning some of the properties for multiples. Like, I have a property that we're going to basically sign. It's a repeat client of mine. So, I'm, yeah. so we will get the listing. We're probably going to launch it uh, next week, early next week. But I think we're in a position right now where this house is located that we are going to try the multiple offer situation. Yeah. Haven't tried it in a while. But I think that this house will kind of warrant it. Like, you know, I will be shooting in the low 700s for this place, but I probably list it at 699. And, and just hold back five yeah, days? Yeah, just hold back, yeah, a few days, hold yeah. back the offers and see what happens. I mean, we've seen a couple of examples like that happen over here. Yeah. Like there was one that recently happened. Um, so we were showing it to one of our buyers, like uh, one of these other properties that was listed. And at the same time, we know we have this property coming on. So we showed it to them before we hit the market with it. Um, so we're following this other property closely. So it was listed at six ninety nine, got into multiples, so sold for seven thirty seven. Mm. So you know we feel like we have some leverage going in at six ninety nine, you know coming up in and around that same number ish. Yeah, it's uh, it's something to get used to. I know it's it's a, it's a happening all around us, right? When do we? Do so it? you're seeing it happen in the west we, as well? Yeah, but not not as extensively. Let's say at a lower price range. Let's look at the listing at one point four million. Like it's not. But you're seeing it happen at the lower price range? Condos, yeah. Yeah, condos. Like what about the, like uh, townhouses and stuff? Townhouses, 
Yeah, one or two offers. So, so not not like a crazy thing. But are they not, intentionally like, holding those back? Those are like eight hundred thousand dollars too, right? Are they intentionally holding back offers, or are they just getting into multiples? I see more. No, no, they're just they're just letting it ride, right? And it comes into multiples. But ultimately, in the west, like in the Toronto, for sure, it's they're all holding back. Even Mississauga, I saw a few ramped in a little bit. I'm not sure if they're. I got to really pay attention to that to see how that's. Yeah, working. like I'm seeing more and more in Pickering right now. Like in yeah. Pickering Ajax, I'm seeing people hold back on it, offers. It, you know what? We're gonna have to follow. You know. If it's going to net our clients the most money, naturally we're going to follow that path. But I despise this this bidding war. You know what? Yeah. I, I I think we just have to become comfortable. Like yeah, and you got to go back to you got to revert back to how it was. Yeah, like yeah. like I think what it is is that I think we're probably going to see this thing happen a little bit more, like uh, getting into multiple offers. But the thing is, is that I think it's going to be short lived, very short lived. And the thing is, is that you have to be so well versed with what's going on in the market right now that you have to know the exact second to like pull the plug on doing something the, like that. The problem is with this is that let's say we go into a bidding war, which is yeah. great. It's going to, it'll help us come out of this, we'll boost out of the, uh, you know, winter into the, the spring market and the whole thing. What happens is the prices will get inflated so fast. Yeah. And then we have this shit like summer, you know what I mean? Like yeah. real flat period where everything's uh, well, well, way overpriced. Yeah. And then you're gonna have to see that dun 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 like scaling. And down. that's what I'm saying is, is that I think we're gonna have to be very careful yeah. with the way that we're gonna approach this thing. Well, they gotta be careful too, right? Yeah. Like uh, agents, I think they it's, it's a good quick sale and everything is good. But again, banks are different. Everything's different. It's it's. I think you're gonna have to choose it. We're gonna have to really. You know, weigh your options when you're gonna you're yeah. gonna promote it and do it. Because if you're if you're gonna get a hundred k over or fifty seventy k over, which is amazing, I can't believe we're actually talking about this. But yeah, I mean, we're gonna inflate very fast. And but you know what? A shitty you, summer. You know what? Uh, Steve, I'd rather have just I, like a I, nice I think I think maybe small inflation in price on certain properties. But like what I'm still looking at and saying is is that. I think that from what I have seen so far, that the properties are still coming in at in and around market value from my trade. But area. look at your con look at that condo. So let's, no, let's so my it. trade area. So like yeah. that Scarborough or whatever else, it's a buyer so, so offer. You but condos are a little bit different. Three three forty five was your offer, and then three fifty. We went in at three fifty. Okay, but then you went up to three seventy, and let's say they sold for three eighty. Sure. So three eighty divided by three fifty. What were they asking? Three forty eight. Three fifty eight. They were asking. And I say it was worth like three fifty. Okay, so already six percent over yeah. over market. Yeah, six percent over market. Yeah, it's it's you know what? It's not, it's not good. <laughs> I see condos working in a very different way, like right now, especially the lower entry. Like, come on, three fifty is an entry level condo, a one bedroom parking locker. It's entry level. But the thing and is, I think that people, what we've been talking about, man, I think at this point right now, people my client are just texts me. I feel multiples. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> maybe how feels, fitting. Maybe feels the energy. Yeah. But, but you know what, like I think that people, what we've been talking about, like these, these 350 condos are not gonna exist for much longer. Like I've seen these things climb from like 200 no, to sure. 350 myself. Yeah. And uh, I think that people are just trying to grasp right yeah. now to get into these. And they're units. gonna pay whatever they want. Yeah, well, like I mean, like look man, you pay 350 or 365, that 365 condo is not gonna exist anymore. So what I was trying to say is, is that I think that the condo market is a little bit different in terms of price. And, it, and at the lower end of these condo prices, I, I think that they still have room to go. The thing is what I'm talking about and setting up what I was thinking in my trade area is and what I've observed so far is is that 
even if they hold back offers, the properties end up trading for in and around market value anyway. So I'm not seeing an actual inflation in market value price. I'm just seeing the style change a little bit. Now, I think that that could get affected by people coming in and getting overly excited over one property or something like that. And that's why I say, I think it's gonna be very limited to what's actually gonna end up happening. Cause I think with the combination of that, we're also gonna have increased inventory. When that increased inventory comes It'll up in the next down. two, three weeks, it's gonna to start to balance it out. But I think in the next two, three weeks, we will see. But, but cause and effect, cause and effect. So this condo that you had the offer on is 345. Yeah. This, they may pay 385, they may pay 390, we don't yeah. know. Let's just say for, we went with that 380 mark, it's 6% it's over market value. Yeah. What happens now? Now you, you flyer the building, and now someone wants to sell. Wow, he sold for three hundred eighty thousand. Yeah. We have the same unit, but we have granite countertops. Yeah, let's do the same thing. Now let's they, they you know they hold back. So now before it was like okay, you listed at three. Is, is the market value is three forty five. You listed at three fifty nine. Leave some buffer. You may sell it for three fifty four. Yeah. You know it's that little sure. incremental. Then that guy sees that sale. Then he listed at at, at three sixty five sure. six. And you and you have that gradual like climb sustainability. Yeah. I'm talking about. Sure. Naturally, everyone wants to net the most money, but it's cause and effect. If if they're selling for more, they're buying for more. So yeah. there's no. Yeah. Unless you strategically sell everything here and you move to uh, you know to a different province yeah, or something, yeah, it's yeah. different. Yeah. So it's cause and effect. So now everyone's gonna keep running off these numbers, and if these bidding wars they they keep going over these bloody numbers where they should be. It's, it's again, it's, we're going to be in an unhealthy market. Yeah, like, yeah. like I give you another example, man. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to go crazy over asking and, and stuff like that. I think maybe with this agent over here, like we just didn't get off to the right foot on the negotiating. There was another offer that but I did they, in Scarborough. You, you were paying for the unit. Three, yeah. three, what were you paying? Three, three six, sixty-eight, three seventy-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah so three seventy. So there was another unit that was twenty-five k over. Or was it twenty-five k? It was listed at three fifty. So ten k. We were I mean, at 10K you over. said value is about three forty-five. Eighteen, eighteen k. I, I would, I would yeah. say the value is three fifty on the place. So about eighteen k over on pretty, on the price. There was another unit, man, uh, and we got outbidder on it so it was listed at 370 and they sold for 375 so the prices my, I'm not my J, I, ran, crazy. I ran them math wrong so if you say market value is 345 350 i think 345 350? To 350. did i put Even that number in? go 345 if you want i did three 380 what did i do 380 if they sold i think 380 would be aggressive i don't think anyone's going to pay 380 for that place that's eight eight and a half percent of that's if 350 is a value in 380 yeah, I don't, think they'll, go. Yeah, I don't think they'll go 380. I think they'll probably end up landing 370. Yeah. And it's just a bad. Okay, so I think, still 6 to 8%. Yeah, it's probably 6 to 8%. Yeah. But I really feel like the condo market is going to do something different because that's a still entry level yeah, for position sure. for somebody. For sure. Even, even when we talk about Pickering, right? And we're talking about getting into a townhouse for like 600K or whatever else. It's still a little bit more aggressive to get into that versus getting into a 350 condo. So I think. Most people, definitely. So I think those prices will kind of keep going up or whatever yeah, else yeah. like that. Who knows what's going to happen? I just think that I'm just saying that, that if this is you know you're growing up six to eight percent of value, then the next guy's going to do the same, and then yeah, for sure, four hundred k, four twenty, and before you know it, and then ultimately you know the first time buyers. But this is what's going to happen. Like we know oh, that over the long run, anyways, inevitable, it's happen, right? inevitable. Yeah. I'm just saying sustain yeah. sustainability. If we can kind of hold off on all this bullshit just temporarily until like, we get think, back to a real healthy market. But but do you think to a certain point? Um, at the beginning of the year, it kind of sets a new price. Like you got to be a little bit more aggressive. Like I try to be a little bit more aggressive yeah, course, with my listings at the beginning the of the year. It's the time, yeah, because yeah. you set that precedent. I now just, just where talk... we did that back to back townhouse, like we had yeah. 500, 505, now 557. Like we set a massive precedent. You think someone else is in that street's going to sell for less than 550? But this, now? this is the time, right? Yeah, it's the time. Even the house in Nobleton, we listed like yeah. 60k over market. You have to, right? So, so yeah. that's what I'm saying is, is that I think that 
we're still at a point where we're going to start to dictate the price. So I'm also saying that I think that we are kind of going over the last comps because the last comps are probably set from last year still Yeah. Uh, in certain cases. Uh, so we are going over those numbers, but once the new inventory comes, we'll level It'll off. Flatten so, off. So, yeah, yeah. so I think we're seeing that 5%, 8% increase right now in, in market price, but then we'll probably It'll be stunted. even st- yeah. since then, right? Well, fair enough, yeah. Because the market will go up what we say is like 5% yeah. on average year over year anyways, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I, so I think we'll level off. One of the topic, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, and I just, uh, it's kind of off this topic, is I was starting to think a little bit more about what is it called, purple bricks? Because I had um, that brokerage, right? That yeah, I think we talked about la- last week. Yeah. yeah. So I ended up uh, having to show a listing out in Whitby that was done by purple bricks. But one thing I, I was thinking about was is that, and we know, like for a lot of the part, like we have a bunch of agents watching this podcast, and and I think that. You know, I, I think that there is a scares with uh, realtors and stuff like that. I'm not too worried about it, but with technology improving and then these guys like Purple Bricks and all these other companies coming in, I think that for us agents, the only way we can lose is is that if we uh, just basically sabotage each other. Do you know what I mean? It makes an opening for these other people to look better. What do you mean by sabotage? Not even sabotage, but like, you know, like uh, a lot of times there's other agents talking bad about other agents or this person did this or that. And and we're like really going against each other versus trying to work with each other. And I think that is like if that if that continues and it goes to a bigger scale, it only opens up more opportunities for other companies and other technologies to allow them to take over part of that process. You know what I mean? I think that uh, as realtors, like if these like they're like I'm saying this because I was at the Rob Vivian uh, conference last uh, week. Mm-hmm. And I had a bunch of people end up talking to me about like technology and, and purple bricks and stuff like that. And my real thing is, is that if we're doing our job and we're like uh, working collaboratively with each other as agents and stuff like that, then there's a, it's a diff- more of a difficult thing for other companies or other products to have an opportunity to kind of sever that tie between us. Do you know what I mean? If we all work together and stand strong, I think it's going to be harder for some of these companies to penetrate it's it. Too, it's too tough. You know why I tell you that? There's too many personalities, number one. Yeah. We can't even get along as, as humans in a country, imagine, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as a profession where yeah. everyone's trying to make the most money and be the best at what they can do. You know what? How, how can technology take over something that needs to be personalized? Like, I can't, so Purple, Purple Bricks is giving these, these, you know, these packages, $3,000 to give you an agent, to give you an agent. You're yeah. not picking it. Like, we're not talking about, if I was, I wouldn't even have, allow them to sell the wheels on my car. Like, I'm just trying to say, like, not, not them specifically, those agents, but that system. Like, so that you're, you're paying 3K, they assign an agent to you, right? Uh, that agent's going to pay paid maybe 500 to $1,000 if he sells the property. They give you the photography and stuff like that, and, and then that's it. Like, now it's, you, you've entered MLS. So what's the gimmick there? Now, we had this conversation last week, dude, like we were like last night, like 10 o'clock, 1030, like yeah. tax, the deal get done, set a certificate for the uh, the other agent that called me, talked about their financing situation, then called my client. Who's going to do that? Like, honestly, our time is very valuable. And I think a lot of realtors forget about that. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think we'll be replaced by technology unless it's artificial until like a robot that can actually physically do our job and have that, that sort of touch because... You know it, man. Like it, negotiations is ballet. You yeah. have to be so precise the way you do everything. Your so, silhouettes, your jumps. It's you're you're managing so much personalities. It's yeah. not a computer can't do that. Uh, look at cars. Come on, cars is cars. Like the last hundred years, they still have a dealership storefront and there's car salesmen there. Yeah. Like how are they going to replace that? Like yeah. I. 
like I, I see Tesla's more advanced and they're doing, they don't actually have like a, a dealership, they have it in-house, like let's say a Yorktail or something like that, a stage for, but for me, I'm a tangible person. I can't make a decision like that. I need to like sit down, run the numbers and maybe I'm obsolete. Maybe I will, people like me will disappear. But I think for the next 30 to 50 years, or let's, let's see even this 30, we should be fine. Like I can't see. I, I don't think I like, I, I, and I see car it's buying. Dis discount brokerage yeah. has been been around forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. hundred years. Yeah. And they've always seemed to fail. If Comfrey was there's was different the next, ones that just come around. If Comfrey was the next big big thing, because imagine when I got into this business, they were already there and they were very uh, they were alive. Because I, like I said, I was part of the Mike Ferry training where literally I would look for for, for sale by owners, call them, door knock them, try to convert them to actual listings so yeah. that I can take on as yeah. new clients. And I've been following them, like literally. And I've seen that inventory just dwindle. Yeah. And you would have thought in the height of the market in 2017. That, that would have been obviously more easier for uh, yeah. people to go to comp free. They were going less sales, even in the hottest market. Yeah. So I think when people are, are price conscious and they, want, they, they feel like we're not providing value, I think as realtors, we have to show the, the public why we're so valuable and why we get paid so much yeah. money. Because if we can't show that, why should they pay us? That I, I believe in. Yeah. Yeah, but but even going back to technology, yeah. I don't think technology is going to replace uh, no, the home buying process. Yeah, like I, I don't think it's ever going to. Uh, listen, are there parts of it AI. that will get automated, like uh, certain transactional parts of it? Like, uh, will the documents flow better? Will this happen? Will that happen? Yeah, uh, the human contact in order to like go show properties and help them uh, understand what's going on. That's not going to change. There's a lot of. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Like emotional component to it. Like a, a, a lot of things that are going on, especially when you do that. Whereas in cars, I can see that maybe not immediately, but I can see that happening. Have you seen like this one spot? Like I think Ford was trying this thing out. Uh, whereas like you want to buy a Ford Mustang or whatever else you go online. You, everyone's going online right now and yeah. looking at their Design. specs and whatever. So what you could do is for that, like you, my local dealership is here. Okay, boom, I can request a test. They have the car ready for you already. Yeah, yeah, like you yeah. already have your ID there yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And they just let you drive off with it. Like yeah. you don't have to talk to anybody anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah. So, so yeah. like, I think maybe that might yeah. start to change a little bit. But then bit. once you get through your test drive, they're going to sign somebody to you naturally. Yeah. Then you deal with that person. But, but see, the thing is, is that I think that cars have become almost a uh, replaceable uh, kind of like, yeah, like, like a Gillette razor blade. Yeah, exactly. Like so, so like, I don't know, you, you yeah. have it for like three, four, five years or whatever, and it's gone. You, you know what I mean? But with the house, like it's so expensive and a lot of people stay in their houses for quite a bit of time, right? Yeah. Or, or that's their intention anyway. So they're they're waiting on it is a lot heavier. So, so I don't think it's gonna get replaced. I just think that- I think going forward, you need partnerships in anything you do. Yeah. Like, so, you know, I, I, I always promote Nelson and Tunis, my Mercedes salesman, why? It's not because I'm his, I became his friend now, like in the last year, year and a half, but he's just a outstanding service. Like I could never take, like he's just, he he's the guy, right? Mm -hmm. You go there, provides you a car. He's in, you know, usually, I remember when I bought my, my first new car, a, a Grand Vitara Suzuki, and uh, he sold you the car, and they kind of disappear, like in the sense that, yeah. like that service, I'm sales, that's it. Yeah, this yeah. guy is like full out. And you know, and I sent them like maybe 10 deals last year, yeah. plus all I bought two cars, I was looking for a third one now from him. But it's, it's just, a, I, he can't replace that. A computer can't replace that, yeah. that human component, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you need that, you need partnerships. And I think housing's the same, because look, look at this, even the service I provide my clients, like let's just go for example, uh, I don't know. Let's talk about investment investments. I buy them an investment property, and you know these these are these are normal people like myself. Let's say these are yourself like us. Or these are just people, hardworking people, put money aside, investing uh, in a, a piece of real estate for their kids for the future because yeah. they're afraid that they won't be able to afford something when the prices are going. So so 
I locate the house, locate the area, give them the model, get a lease offer, my lease it offer free for them. I get the business running. We, we screen three to four offers until I feel comfortable to put who I put into that property. And then I run it off to them. I literally hands it off. But then it's one-on-one -on -one coaching, yeah. free coaching. Like yeah. I, I just, a client of mine, I'm actually listing her house in, in Bolton now. Three years ago, she bought this investment property. Every year she gets a, an evaluation on the property. I speak, she's getting problems with tenants. She calls me. It's it's one-on-one -on -one coaching. Like yeah. this is, and, and I, don't, I don't like mark down my hours, say, well, uh, you know, th they owe me. This is just, that's part of being with me is, yeah, is yeah, that yeah. full service right to the end. They may have to evict a tenant. Great. N12, N11, we'll figure something out. We'll get this thing done. Yeah. But this is, where are you going to go? No, but you, that's You the call thing. a lawyer, a paralegal, anybody. It's $500. Yeah. 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 Uh, crappy information that that's evaluated you can't even use it and you're going to be paying a 500 to a but see but see that goes that. back to what you were saying about like how you got to prove your value to the market right? so, so, so even thing. going back to this client like so look at that partnership now if they chose to go elsewhere to buy an investment property that's them i, I can't help them after that that's their new problem and then hopefully that realtor will service them the way i did but i mean ultimately when you're with me it's to the end yeah like you know and not only that it's uh so look at the, look at those retirees. The same thing. We we they invested in me to invest out in the market. We bought them a property. The property we just sold for the last year literally set up their retirement. He literally like it was like winning the lottery. We cashed in. He got paid. He handed off his keys to his office and he went. Yeah. You know, and he showed up at my house. Brought me a beautiful bottle of tequila. We had dinner in my house. It was just like that. Nice. It's just, but I'm saying like, you can't get that. It's, no. it's not automated. And, and it's yeah. also what you said is like, yeah. you know, people are think, into their job or whatever else. They're yeah. using these investments as a, as a investment tool and yeah. you're there to kind of protect them. It's one-on-one. -on -one -on -one. How much yeah. do we pay for coaching? Yeah, I used to pay a thousand US yeah. a month yeah. and I never got anything. The only thing I kept it for was the uh, analyzer, numbers analyzers that I actually created my own now. I'm, I'm, I might even sell that to the market because it's a beautiful yeah. system. But that's the only reason why, because the, 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 the coaching wasn't really good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I paid a thousand US for it. Imagine getting great coaching on, on real life. Uh, that's actually know, making you money. Yeah, immediately. making money immediately yeah. and also like setting up your future retirement yeah. and it's free. Yeah. I just do the deal with me and you get free coaching. Yeah. For, no, I think that's, no, maybe that's, I should, maybe that's I should market case. that, right? Like that's, hey, but that's, a, but that's a good yeah. angle. All right, guys, this was East meets West podcast with Steve Zelenardo yeah. and Hussein Kabani. This is it, guys. If you guys have any questions, uh, anything you guys want us to address, just want to make a comment, uh, message us privately, leave a comment, and we'll get back to you guys. Sounds good. For right, sure, guys. guys. Have a have great day. Bye-bye.